You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. I really think there should be a rapper who just goes to like ski resorts. Okay. And just and he just talks about like snow and everything like that, skiing, and he goes by the name Fresh Powder. Well, you know there is a rapper named Snow. Yeah, but that's different. No, okay. this could be Fresh Powder, and that's his whole gimmick. He goes to like ski. Is resorts. he like a drug dealer slash ski no, resort rapper? No, he's talking about Fresh Powder. You know, and then he goes to like the the lodges and stuff like that, and that's where he performs. He'd be a hit. You could go to all the ski resorts. I want to start a, like a boutique rap. Uh, service. That's really weird. I don't even know like how you even thought of this. Is I this because like now because of your burgeoning rap career, you feel like you could start rap boutiques? I, I think I could be a manager. I think that's wow. the kind of the, the route I'm going. Okay, I've done everything I can in the game. Hello, this is Fun Employment Radio. I am Greg Nibbler here with Sarah X Dillon. Thank you everyone for tuning in today, wherever and however you listen. It is so fantastic that you do so. We greatly, greatly appreciate it. And uh, yes, indeed. You guys are awesome. Mm-hmm. Uh, don't forget, you can subscribe to the Fun Employment Radio Network and hear all of these shows live and plus replays of all of the exclusive programming that can only be available here because you can't make music downloadable, So, you mm-hmm. can, but you can play it on the stream. We can stream it, but we can't make it downloadable. Absolutely. Yes. So for six ninety nine a month, the first week is free. You not only get access to all of that, you get access to the archives, but you tremendously help us maintain this uh, station and all of the uh, amazing programs. Yes, yes. indeed. Yes, indeed. Um, Mr. Jenke's pointing out that this is what happens when we tell Greg he did well at something. Lesson learned. <laughs> you probably shouldn't be wielding your rap power to try and make rap boutiques about snow powder. No, it's, it'd be like a, be like a boutique rap service. Thing. Where did, so, like, I don't understand. Give me, the, give me the first thought that you had about this and why it's coming out of your face Okay. Saying that it's a good idea. Oh, no, that's fair enough. That's fair enough. Okay, so because of the, the network party, you know, last weekend, which we will talk a little bit more about that, and we'll be releasing audio from that. Um, but I did have my rap battle with Scott Daly. Somehow, we were trying to come up with nicknames for Scott in the, in the chat. I, I stumbled upon the name Fresh Powder, you know, because it's like fresh powder at the mountain. It's white, it's snow, it's fluffy, and that would be a perfect rap name for my new boutique rap service where I cater rappers to, like, specific industries, you know, and I, I mass market it. But I thought that you were done with your rapping. Like, that was a, that was a one-time no. thing. No, I've already accomplished everything I can in the game, Sarah. You no, already have the crown. Did, you, did the crown make it home? Do you have your rap crown? Yeah, I think it is at home. All right, yeah, good. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it is. <laughs> uh, but, see, this way... This way, I could I, like manage it. See, I would be the manager more. Okay, that's like just the, that's like the worst idea you've ever. Had. I think, it's and a you've had a idea. lot of really bad ideas. This is just like embarrassing to listen I, to. I think this is an amazing idea. No, this is fresh powder. We're taking auditions for the name. It'll be like kind of those kind of like those those guys that uh, started up the boy band groups and they just make a bunch of money off of it. Uh, that's kind of what I want to do. Only see now I'm auditioning for a rapper named Fresh Powder. It could be a whole group. I didn't even think about that. It doesn't have to be one person. It could be a whole group. I'm just going to wait for this train of thought to go to the station and explode because I never want to hear this conversation again. I feel like all of us are slightly dumber because we had to listen to your rap boutique. My my boutique rap service. Yes. I well, you'll you'll be uh, you'll be begging for for a piece of the boutique rap service business in some day here, and you'll you'll feel sorry for what you just said. Well, anyway, I'm throwing it out there. We're taking auditions for uh, Fresh Powder. Okay. All right, moving on though. Mm-hmm. We do have a lot of other things to get to. Yes, today. we do. Oh God! And so we're gonna we are gonna be playing some audio in the not so distant future of something from the listener party today. Yes, indeed. Oh God! We will be appearing here on this show, on this show. Oh, shit! Um, but because of because of the fact that you you did do your uh, your stand up, of course, the party that means that I have to have the ghost investigation. Mm-hmm. And for some reason, this has got to be it. It is starting to uh, to mess with me in my dreams, mm-hmm. even though oh. I try not to think about it. Wait, so now since I did do my stand-up comedy routine for a full five minutes at the listener party that happened, of course, this past weekend, the uh, other half of that bet was if I did five minutes of stand-up comedy, which is the most terrifying thing to me in the world, then Greg Nibbler would have to let me do, along with uh, some friends like Biz and Aaron Duran and such, uh, a ghost investigation in his incredibly haunted house. Yes. So that being said, Greg By the way, is someone, starting to become more active again. I will say this someone has already offered me $150 to be a part of the ghost investigation wow <laughs> yeah somebody sent me a message with that so uh, we'll see about that um, hey 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 Greg's gotta eat <laughs> Greg <laughs> does have to eat Greg does just have to get eat that and just <clears throat> don't get any paper trail I'm just kidding uh, I'm sorry uh, <laughs> um so, yes, I, I do have to have the ghost investigation, but I don't think this is anything from the house. But last night I did have a pretty terrifying dream where 
I talked about this a few weeks ago, okay, where there were there were these unseen monsters that only I could see, and they were they were like monster faces, but then they had like green sores on them. That's disgusting. And it was just me and we talked about not talking about this kid. again about the descriptors. Okay, but this happened again. Only this time, it wasn't monsters, but I was the only one that could see them, so it was at a house. And same thing, bunch of friends were over there, and more stuff started happening to everyone, and I I was. I was like, oh man, this is really weird. There's there's messed up stuff. You could hear like laughter, but there was nobody there. So you just I'm just just like walking around this living room. I knew is it my your other living friends. Room? No, it wasn't really my living room. I was trying to think if it if it was somebody else's. I know I don't I don't recognize the living room. Okay. And so I knew that you were you were in the house, and there were other friends in the house somewhere at like kind of a party. But I was walking through this living room by myself, and you could hear this like little kid laughter. Like all around, and then like stuff would like fly across the room. Wait, so were you basically like you could see everybody else, but would you say I you knew? were on like a different plane? Greg, let me ask that. Were you on a different okay. like level? Like, was everybody else interacting with each other, but you couldn't quite interact with other people? No, it was more you guys were all out. Like the big group of people were out in like a different room, and I knew everyone was there, but I wasn't like hanging out with anyone. I wasn't. I, I just wasn't there. Like I was aware that you were there, mm-hmm. but nobody was interacting with me. I didn't think about that. Mm. Um, and so I was walking through the living room though, and I'd hear this laughter, and then I'd like stuff would come flying through the room, like a book would fly through the room and hit the wall, and then there was like a little kid's toys. Oh God, is that it the little curly haired kid again? No. But here's what happened. Okay. So. Oh, this is gonna. You know what? When you tell stories like this, all I can think about five minutes, three hundred seconds of stand up comedy. Worth it. <laughs> Worth it. So here's what happened in the in this dream. So I walked over to a side of the uh, of the room, and there was a big mirror there. And I walked up and I stood in the mirror. And as I looked in the mirror behind me, there was this family. Oh God! That was standing there. So there were these two little girls, and the little girls were actually they. I could see them all, all four of them standing there, and they're both kind of like standing in a row, like an old timey family picture and these two little girls are like laughing and they they didn't seem very menacing they actually seemed kind of friendly okay they, they, i mean not friendly i don't know they didn't bother me they like they, they weren't menacing and then it went up to the where there was um the mom the mother and she just stared and didn't say anything like she just had this, this stern look and these like giant eyes and was just staring at me through the mirror now do, while i was looking in the mirror i would turn around and there's nobody there i could only see them in the mirror standing behind me so the the woman's just standing there just like, yeah, like I said, with just giant eyes just staring at me, not saying anything, like long white hair. And <laughs> <laughs> yeah, somebody's posting the twins from, from the kinda, Shining. Kind of like that. And then, but then it got to the, who was the father figure, and he was terrifying. Like he had his mouth open. What do you mean his mouth was so open? So his mouth was just hanging open. Ew. And there's this like weird sound he had like kind of this beard type thing and he looked like he was dressed in, in clothes from like the I, it looked like 1800s style clothing and he had his mouth open and he wasn't saying anything that could make sense but he just was mean like there was just Wait, so he was talking really but you couldn't menacing. understand his him? mouth was open but all that was coming out was this stuff like ah, and he was staring right at me and he did not like me. Like, it was one of those things where he didn't say a word, but this this guy was mad, mad at me. And so, and then again, I turn around, and there's nobody there. So, I, and, and what would happen is that it just kept going on like that, and I was looking in the mirror, and I could just see them, and uh, each one of them <gasps> a different reaction. I know exactly what that mirror thing is from. What? What's the problem? I know exactly what it is. Is it something no, that I watched? And it's like, it is. It is. Is it because something when that we I watched getting, came in? When we were getting ready for the listener party and all of us were sitting uh, at your house and we're shoveling in food so that we could get a good base for, for the listener party. Yeah. We were watching that League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. And there was the guy who kept looking in the mirror. And when he looked back, it was like the Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde. And when he'd look in the mirror, it would just be a guy going, ah. And it was a big monster looking guy in the mirror when he would look in it. I, I didn't watch that part of that. But, no, but I think that maybe subconsciously you heard it or maybe. you must have seen it. Okay, that's maybe it exactly is. exactly what happened in that. That was right before we left for the listener Okay, party. maybe it is. Mm-hmm. Maybe it is. Maybe maybe that's what it was. But I'm, I don't know. But there wasn't a crazy lady in there just sitting there with dead staring. And there weren't children. Okay. Well, I don't know. Anyway, that's what the uh, that's what the dream was for last night. Oh, so. all right. So, was the curly haired boy standing at the top of your stairs? No, there was none of that. Have you seen him again? No, hmm. Hmm. Nope, not lately. All right. 
Okay, I don't feel like we're getting the whole truth, but that's okay. No, we're going to leave it at that. Okay. We're going to leave it at that. All right. Well, regardless, Greg, so since we did do that and we talked about, you know, the the ghost investigation and such, like, when do you think you want to do that? Uh, that will be at some point of my uh, of my choosing because there are other factors involved. I do have roommates, which I did have to explain to the roommates. Um, I did have to explain to the roommates that there would be a ghost investigation and a little bit about some of the haunting stuff, mm-hmm. which was a little bit awkward because they didn't really know. And, uh, you know, obviously they found out the night of the network party because I never told them beforehand. Mm-hmm. So I had to talk to him about that. Oh, which reminds me, there's more things. I got some more awkward things that I'm, I'm kind of nervous about that's going to be happening. All okay, right. so I talked about my roommate, uh, Skeeter. Mm-hmm. And how he made friends with some neighbors, not my meth head neighbors, and not direct neighbors that I know, neighbors like a few houses down. Oh, the ones that he met when he was walking down the street and then they went right. wine tasting together. Right, yeah, now they're going like wine tasting okay. together and everything. And then somehow I agreed to let him give her my number. Yeah. So it's a married couple, and then they got my number, and then, you know, I over-explained when I texted back because we were talking about the meth heads. Oh, and you were joking, and like, you made some weird joke about how, like, oh, I'm the National Geographic expert on meth heads. Yeah. And they're, like, wild, yeah, whatever. Right, yeah. I, I Now, okay, she wrote back. She wants me to come by on Thursday night for, for drinks, to have a drink and a visit. I'm sorry. Did she say a drink and a visit? Yeah. Did she also say my husband's going to be out of town? No, no, I think the husband's going to be there too. But she wants me to come over and have a drink and a, and a visit. Is like this something that you're bringing your roommate for? Or is it just specifically I don't know. you? I don't know. I don't know. I'm a little uncomfortable with it. I've never met this woman. I don't know her. I don't know and who she night, is. And at night too? I don't know. Yeah, yeah, it's at night. Thursday night. Thursday night to come by for a drink and a visit. Wait, so she didn't even say, like, talking about the neighborhood or anything. Just come over for a drink and a visit? Yeah, it's kind of weird, That's how she worded it? Yeah. That's weird. I mean, the more I keep thinking about this, I don't know. I don't know how I feel about it. I don't know if I want to just, like, (laughs) cut off communication. But it's not like I'm going anywhere. I'm going to be there. You know, I live down the block. She knows where I live. Mm -hmm. So if I don't respond, it's going to be very obvious. Then she might bring the drink to you. Okay, yeah, that's 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 a good point. I don't want that to happen. I do not want her showing up. All right, well, T-Sex is saying Greg has never met her. It's very unlikely she wants to bone him having not seen him. I know Skeeter, and Skeeter's a talker. He probably, like, she probably has been able to look up who Greg is. Oh, I'm maybe, sure. I'm sure oh, she no. has been able to identify who no, he is No, I think I think he told her what it is, what Fun Employment Radio was. Okay. So, hey, neighbor, if you're listening. Well, there you go. This is the yeah. show. Um, <laughs> yeah, so if she's listening right now, that this will make it doubly awkward. But, yeah, I've never met this person. But yet they have my phone number. They want me to come over for a drink and a visit. I don't know if I should do it. Well, that's I'm up not. To you. I'm not. I don't know if I'm feeling like doing it. Uh, it's making me uncomfortable. Uh, somebody, is, <laughs> Suman in the chat is saying, "Let her know you only drink Steel Reserve." I could just make a bunch of demands. <laughs> just but bring again, over a bunch of like Steel Reserve. I'm, it's not like I'm going to where she knows where I live. Yeah. You know, if this were like a friend of a friend, I was just going over to visit or something. Eh, maybe I could get away with that. But I'm there. I'm always there. Like, I'm, I can't go anywhere yeah. to escape this if I make things too awkward. I don't know. Well, I mean, I think if you want to, I mean, because clearly if you have a drink with somebody, that's starting a friendship. If you don't really have any interest in starting a friendship with strangers who happen to live in the same area as you, maybe you could just say, like, hey, why don't you shoot me over your email address and we can go over some ideas that way. <sighs> okay. Well, what if I did that? Then it'll be awkward, wouldn't it? No, it won't be awkward. That would be awkward I mean, if I'm like, you're only three houses down, but I don't want to go see you, so send me an email. Would that be weird? No, just say like, hey, I'm going to be, uh, I actually have plans on Thursday, but if you wanted to be, talk about you know, the meth head problem, uh, I'd love to shoot over some ideas to you via email if you want to send me your email address. <sighs> Man, I just, I don't know. I don't know about this. This is going to be a, this is going to be qu- kind of a, an awkward situation. So had you written her since the last time? She, like, she just came out of nowhere? No, no. I hadn't written her since the, since the last time. This came out of nowhere. It was um, actually... I think it was yesterday. Yeah, yesterday. She said, I haven't responded yet. Hmm. So I've waited, I've waited about 24 hours now and I haven't responded, which is kind of weird in its own right. So now I don't know what I'm supposed to do. I don't know this person. Uh, maybe I should try to look her up. Yeah. I mean, if you have her name, that's probably um, the best thing that you could do because yeah. she looked you up. Well, yeah, to- totally. She did. Actually, I could probably find her through. Oh, yeah. 
Now, people are asking, Greg, why do you think the uh, why do you think the couple might be a swinger couple? I don't know, just because that's usually the kind of person that that hits on me. And then people want to know, like, what what has happened to you in the past? So, like, do you get hit on by swinger couples a lot? Yeah. <laughs> yes. So this is something Quite that you're frankly. not making. This is yes. what like people ask you to be a part of their. Uh, it's it's. Yeah, it's kind of implied. Yeah, okay. I do not. I am not a swinger. I'm not into any of that. More power to you if you're a, if you are. Whatever, that's your own business. I am not. But yes, swinger couples do hit on me. Hmm. That has happened. I wonder what it is about you. I have no idea. Honestly, <laughs> I have no idea. I don't know what it is. I put off some kind of vibe that just that that says it's okay. Rick has a good suggestion. He says uh, you could uh, ask if they want to meet up at Ace of Hearts or Club Sesso. <laughs> <laughs> Which, in case uh, you don't know, those are a couple sex clubs here in Portland. Yes, they are. Portland, Oregon. Yeah. They're, they're, Riddled with sex clubs. There are quite a few. Mm-hmm. There are quite a few. I don't know, Greg. I mean, I think that's the decision you have to make on your own. <sighs> All right. Yeah, I'm looking them up right now. I'm not going to post any pictures here because, again, I don't know if now she knows what, what I do and now mm-hmm. she's listening. And this is going to make things doubly awkward. They, they could be swingery. They could be a little swingery. All right, so you're just you're just basing this simply because uh, Based a lot of pictures. times, yeah. Oh, and their pictures, yeah. You're, seriously, you're saying on the show that they look like swingers from their picture? I need to look. I'm not yeah. saying for sure that they are. All right, you come over here. Okay, I'm looking. You take a look at this. Okay. Uh, oh boy. Yeah. yeah. See, you see what I'm saying though? Uh, let's see here. I'll, I'll go back to the. And I know I'm sorry. This is torture for anybody who's just listening. I cannot post pictures of these, uh, of the of these people. They could be very very nice people. I just don't know them. And, okay, um, I, you see what I mean? Uh, Am I a little bit right on that? Is there a possibility there? I think there might be swinger potential with that. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. And, again, they could be the nicest people. Well, then the what world. are you going I don't to know. do? I'm, I'm judging them based on no information other than what, what I have, other than them being friendly and asking me to come over for a <laughs> drink. Like, really, they're, I'm the bad person here. But uh, <laughs> I, know, I don't know them, but they look like swingers. Right, the yeah, I'm, story. Clear, I'm the bad person, and I know that. <laughs> but it's whether I could overcome that bad person part to... <sighs> Not a creepy mustache, but it's maybe some... Some I'm blankish eyes. I'm kind of a, <laughs> a well, and when I when I get home, like I'm, you know, for our job, obviously we're we're in the public eye. We do we do this stuff. This is what we do, and I'm perfectly fine with that. in anywhere I'm public, but when I'm at home, I'm I'm kind of kind of a private guy. You know, I kind of like my own time and my own space, mm-hmm. and I kind of like to not necessarily talk. Like that to eat much. your chips in peace. Yeah, I like to just relax. That's mm. that's what I like to do. And this is kind of now if I, I go over there once, you know, I go over there for a drink. It's like you said, then they're going to think, oh, well, now we're buddies. So now I'll just pop over and then they'll just come up and show up at my house and I'll be sitting there trying to relax and knock on the door. Hey, neighbor, let's have a beer. No, and I've had we'll that be, happen uh, to me. And I think the reason why I was a little gun shy with you talking about the neighbors is because I've had that happen to me before. And then it doesn't go anywhere good. Either you have to incorporate them into your like you have to understand that you guys are going to be friends mm-hmm. or it's just going to be awkward because they're going to hate you because you don't want to hang out with them. I know. Like, I had a neighbor who was very aggressive, just, like, always like, oh, sir. Like, it got to the point where um, where they started to get mad at me when I didn't want to hang out. And then so I started try- kind of trying to avoid them. Oh, see, and this is good. That's and then me. it just it ended poorly. And then, like, you know, and then they started to become friends with somebody else in my building. And then, like, dirty looks ensued. And I'm like, ah, I'm sorry that I didn't, you know, want to have dinner with you once a week. Like, I'm not a bad person because I don't want that. But, right. like. And see, and here's the other thing. If I start striking my friendship with them, like, say it's, you know, it's Wednesday evening or something and I have to take the trash out and all I want to do is take the trash out and then get back in. When I do that, I have to go by the sidewalk because then what if they're walking on the sidewalk? Then I have to have a whole conversation. Yep. It's like, oh, well, what are you up to? What are you doing? Yep. What's your story? Why don't we go have a beer? I'm like, no, I just want to take out the trash. Mm-hmm. I just want to take out the trash and no, go watch I've TV. Had that go, I've had this exact situation go horribly awry for me where like people just start to get, they will just start to get mad at you because yeah. you're not doing exactly what they think you should. Like, it's not because you're a bad person. Right. It's not because they're a bad no, person. No, it is. They're I'm just, a bad person. No, I, mean, I think it's different expectations. Like, just because you guys live near each other, like, you don't want to stop every single time and talk to them or go and, you know, like, uh, eat dinner at their house or whatever. It's getting too deep so far. It is. It's too deep. It is. All right. All right. Well, I'm, I'm going to have to figure out what I'm going to do about this situation. All right, people are saying Tara takes soup from strangers. She encourages it. That was like three years ago, and that was once. <laughs> and I learned my lesson there. No, there, there were multiple people that you took soup from. You had, you had the soup <laughs> guy at your door. 
You took soup from a stranger well, see, at a at a. Let that be a lesson learned, Greg. Because you know what I did? I took soup from a stranger in my apartment, and then uh, until he moved out, I would get notes on my door, more soup. Like, hey, when are we going to grab? Uh, 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 do you want to grab beer sometime? There are some other people in the building that we could all hang out with. Like that was, that was a mistake on my part. I should not have taken the soup. I should have brought it back and been like, thank you. I can't eat your stranger soup. But you seem very nice. What if they try to send soup home with me? It's in a Tupperware thing, and then they come back to get the Tupperware No, you know what they're going to do? They're going to send you something that you have to return, so that way you can see them again. Damn it! Mm -hmm. No! Okay. All right. Mm -hmm. All right. got to think about this. (laughs) Now I'm getting anxiety over this. This is like working me up. (sighs) Well, it's up to you. I mean, right now the ball's in your court. You can either start a friendship and uh, make no, it. No, I have to. I have to go. I have to go. You have to go. I think if you I you don't have to do anything, you're a grown ass adult. But if I don't go, if you don't go, you also have a life. And if she's springing after a week that you haven't spoken to her, and she's springing one particular day and time on you, you're busy. You can't all of a sudden like drop everything you're doing and be like, oh well, this is the one day and time that you told me that you can meet up. I'm going to drop everything and do it. That's. That's gonna. That's too bendable. That's too. You're too. You're showing that you're like too. Yeah. Too flexible. Yeah. Am mm-hmm. I gonna? Am I gonna seem like just kind of a pushover? And yes. She's just gonna take advantage. Okay. All right. <sighs> okay. I'm okay. just like I've had it backfiring me before. Think about it very, very carefully. Okay. Before you decide to go down this this road. All right. Yeah. I, well, I have I have another day. I should reply back today, but I will give myself until tomorrow. Oh. Should I reply today? I don't know. Dude, I want nothing. I want no part of this. So all right, well, whatever you do. It. I got to think about it. Okay. Okay. I'll try to figure it out. Um, all right. Well, should we should we do a little bit of, of ball talk? Oh, you are setting yourself up for trouble. <laughs> Sean and Boring said I should just bring condoms and have them fall out of my pocket when I can. <laughs> <laughs> all right. That's funny. <laughs> Oops. Oh. No, because then what if they're into that? I, no, <laughs> that could be bad news for me. Aaron's saying, can't you say? Uh, can't you just tell her MC Swish doesn't have time for such things? <laughs> yeah, you probably should go just so we can get some show content for it. All right, if I go, though, I'm going to tell them it's a different radio show. I'll tell them that, that Skeeter got it wrong. Mm-hmm. What other show should I say that we're on? Something that'll just confuse them. Oh, God, I don't know. I, I don't know. Okay, Just we'll do ball talk. Okay. All right. I'm Greg Nibbler. Let's talk balls. All right. <laughs> it's a potpourri of balls. It's a smattering. A little bit of this, a little bit of that today. Um, but first up, we have this. We have uh, some some big things from the NBA. Okay. Uh, one is that this weekend, which it kind of happened very suddenly on Sunday, is that the first openly gay player played in the NBA on Sunday. Nice! And that is Jason Collins. So Jason Collins <coughs> excuse me uh, announced to the world that he was gay last year at the end of the season. However, he's an older player. He's always been kind of like a backup backup. And no team picked him up this year. And I don't mm. I, I really don't think it's because he was gay. It's just because he's he's on the very tail end of his career. Yeah. He's, he's not that great. But Brooklyn, the Brooklyn Nets, needed somebody to come in and fill in because they have a bunch of injuries. And some of the players on there also have played with Jason Collins before. They wanted him to get the contract. So on Sunday, he signed to a 10-day contract and that night actually played in the game. Wow. And it happened so fast, like even the crowd, uh, even Brooklyn fans didn't even really know they had just signed Jason Collins to their team. Mm-hmm. So so it's kind of like him coming into the game wasn't a huge thing that night at the stadium because nobody really understood what was going on. But it is kind of a big deal for the NBA. So he's the first openly gay player to appear in the NBA, you know, while an active player. Happened on Sunday. Cool. Yep. Uh, Moving on to ball talk. We've got this. So there is a sequel. (laughs) Keelan wants you to say his full name. Gay basketball player Jason Collins. Gay basketball player Jason Collins. (laughs) (laughs) Recorded zero points. Um, Uh. So... there's a, there's a movie that became very popular that was filmed in the 90s because, in my opinion, because it was so damn bad. It's a little movie called Space Jam. Oh, my God. Have you ever heard of Space yes, Jam? Yes, I've heard of Space Jam. Is that the one with uh, Michael Jordan in it? Michael Jordan and, and the Looney, Looney Tunes. And the Looney Tunes. Okay, yeah. Yes. And then several other basketball players that uh, formed the greatest team of all time to take on this the alien 
cartoons. <laughs> well, it's become a cult hit for many, many years, and this just uh, this just in, there is in fact a sequel to Space Jam that is in the planning stages. Oh no, there's not. And it will star. Can you guess who? Nick Cannon. Nope. The is first it a basketball one, the player? The first one starred Michael Jordan. Uh, Kevin Durant. Nope. You're close. Um, shit, I don't know. LeBron James. Oh, no. LeBron James is slated to be the star of Space Jam 2. Space Jam 2. Is that really happening? I saw somebody yeah. post about that. Oh my no, god. No, apparently. I mean it's it's in the planning Is it going to do more like is there still Is Looney Tunes still around? I don't know. Okay, I mean, like would they, they do like a anywhere. Looney Tunes one or would it be like LeBron and Pokémon or whatever the I don't I, know any children's I would assume, shit. I would assume it's still Looney Tunes. Okay. I don't know. I don't know how it works. Hmm. All right. Moving on in ball talk. Here's some more breaking news. And this, particularly if you are a Portland Trailblazers fan, for if you've been a fan for at least three or four years, you will probably know this name because of his year with the Trailblazers. And that is Mr. Raymond Felton. <laughs> now, Raymond Felton, point guard in the NBA, he was notorious here in Portland because he really, he really, I mean, he pretty much said that he didn't care. About Portland, didn't care about the fans. Oh he no! Challenged fans if they wanted to fight him. He gave out his the address of his apartment. Oh yeah, no, he did. He would do that on Twitter. Anyone, anyone that would say anything bad about him, he'd be like, "Come say that to my face." I'm at you know downtown Portland. It's like really, yes, really, you fucking y- idiot. <laughs> yes, and uh, on top of that, he's notorious for showing up uh, quite overweight, which he went on and he admitted to finally later on about how he was he was quite overweight. It led to some very. Um, Interesting nicknames. There was Raymond Fatten. <laughs> um, there was Cupcake. I like cheeseburger. Just, cheeseburger Felton. Cheeseburger Felton. Raymond my, Cupcake Felton. My favorite nickname ever is at Lily's parents' house. Her parents have a dog named uh, Ray, who's this like this adorable fat little dog. And so uh, <laughs> that's what. So when we go to visit her parents, we just call all call the dog Fat Raymond Felton. <laughs> that's all. It's like, come here, Fat Raymond Felton, and that's been for years. And they've just started calling him that. <laughs> well, Raymond Felton ended up going on to play for the New York Knicks, but he's not going to be playing for anybody, it looks like, for a little while, and that is because he was arrested on three offenses under New York law for unlawful possession of a firearm. Now, New York has some of the strictest laws on only, or on, on being in possession of a firearm that's not registered. Okay. You have to register a firearm. Like, even if you, and I've actually been up on a little bit, even if you're registered in, say, like, Pennsylvania, if you cross over into New York State, uh, into in New York State, you have to register with the state of New York that you have a gun. Well, Raymond Felton's estranged wife uh, handed over a Belgian pistol to New York police claiming it belonged to Felton. Now, there's, you know, there's a little bit that goes along with this because, yes, it is the estranged wife. So, is it true what's going on? Hmm, okay. Well, apparently, there's enough evidence to where they did charge him. So, it's more than just hearsay. I don't know what the other evidence is, but there was enough to link Raymond Felton to this unregistered gun. So, he's going to have to go through all kinds of different things for this. He could face up to um, three and a half years behind bars for possession of the gun. Dang, so it can't just be for the one that she found, right? I mean, would they have like no. maybe searched and found some other I, stuff? I don't think he would just be charged just from her handing in a gun and saying, yeah, that guy owned it. I think there's more to it than that, although what that is, I don't know. Okay. If that's all it is, then I think he'll probably get off on those charges because he can just say, well, she's crazy, even if he did own the gun. Mm-hmm. Say she's crazy, there's no proof. But I'm going to guess that there's a little bit more proof than that. And and what that is, like I said, I don't know. The, the police have that enough to charge him. Uh, so what's going to happen now is his future with the NBA is kind of in question. He's he's not in custody or anything like that. I think he's... he's uh, it's not it's not something where he has to go into jail. I mean, I, right I, don't, I just like him. I don't think it, he should be set up for something. But I mean, if no, he's if arrested... He, if yeah. he's been set up, then absolutely, you know, there's But I mean, it that. sounds like if they take it that seriously, they wouldn't be charging him. Unless there was something, yeah, along yeah, with that. and so there's, they're saying that uh, you know there's various ways that they can they can solve it. There's a whole bunch of stuff that's coming out about this, 
you know, that they, they do have to establish beyond a reasonable doubt that uh, that he did own the gun. Uh, Aaron in the chat is asking why is he in trouble for owning a gun. He's not in trouble for owning a gun. He's in trouble for being in a possession of an unregistered firearm. And which New York is very, very strict on that. That and giant sodas. Yeah. I mean, Plaxico Burris is the guy who shot himself in the leg with his own gun on accident. He went to jail for two years for that. For, and it was mainly because of the possession of a firearm, unregistered firearm. And so uh, Raymond Felton mm-hmm. may be going to jail. And mm-hmm. on top of that, because he's facing the charges, at the very least, even if a judge allows him to travel with the team under strict regulations... They they would also have to face some very strict things to even get him into Canada to play the Toronto Raptors. Whether Canada whether Canadian authorities would allow him in. Oh yeah. You know, a guy facing a Canada is very particular. They are very strict on that kind That's of stuff. That's why we know what stand up guys Dwayne and Sebastian are, because they were able to leave and go back. That's right. Mm-hmm. Raymond Felton. <laughs> we'll see how that uh, cupcake name works out for him in prison. Uh moving on. Got some Olympics news, sir. Like oh, a bit of Olympics news? oh, I thought that, that that time was over. Well, it's a little bit of a wrap-up. Okay. A little wrap-up on it. There's a, there's a couple of things here. Uh, there is there is this. There was the... Uh, this is a video that came out kind of explaining curling. I thought maybe I would play, play a bit of this here for you. This is uh, courtesy of the Muppets. Here's how to explain curling. I want to understand curling. Curling in the Muppets? That sounds like the best thing ever. Disney's Muppets Most Wanted invites you to the Muppets Winter Games. Oops. Let the Winter Games begin! People always say to me, Gonzo, can you explain curling? Seriously, it always comes up. I have no idea why. Anyway, it's a simple game to explain. Tell them, Chef. You see? Totally easy to understand. Okay. Oh, should I move out of the way? No, 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 no. There we go. That's how curling works. I think. Oh, Greg, you cracked me up. Moving on in ball talk. Did you know that you can buy your way into the Olympics? No. So there's a story that's coming out right now, and I guess these people kind of duped a, duped a lot of reporters about the island uh, country called Dom- Dominica. Mm. So it's not Dominican Republic, but it's Dominica, you know, an island in the Caribbean. It's their own, their own country. But they, I was unaware of this. You can famously gain citizenship in Dominica by depositing $175,000 into the appropriate account at the National Commercial Bank of Dominica. And then uh, paying $3,500 in tariffs and fees, you can become a Dominican citizen just hmm. like that. You'll get citizenship. Interesting. And with that, there is this uh, couple who are in their late 40s. One is American, one is Italian, but they are married and they live in Montana. But they paid to get Dominican citizenship so that they could go to the Olympics under the guise of the Dominican Winter Olympics team. <laughs> oh, my God. So they paid for this. They went over as uh, cross-country skiers. She, the uh, woman, actually didn't even show up to compete. She came to the Olympics and then claimed that she had an injury and then just didn't show up for the 10K Women's Classic. The man uh, went into it and he actually he started the race, which was the 15K Men's Classic. He only made it about a few hundred meters and then he claimed he was sick and just walked off. <laughs> but he can claim that he competed in the Olympics. Oh, wow. So because Dominica. Okay. Uh, well, whatever. Uh, so... So, uh, anyway, these guys did pay to get into the Olympics. It's kind of a, it's kind of amazing. That's pretty cool. Yeah. They're also, they're also notoriously involved in all kinds of scandal associated with the Olympics in the past, just coincidentally, in trying to pay off Olympic officials. Dominica. 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 Bogota. Bo- uh, so Bogota. Ooh, I, I just it. thought it was. I just thought it was interesting that you could actually pay to be on. Oh yeah. The team. So when I'm on the curling team, you'll know though. I don't have 175 thousand sure. dollars to pay for that. So that okay. So there you go. <laughs> Buy your way to the Olympics. That concludes this edition of Ball Talk. Greg. Yes. Are you ready for a little bit of World of Crazy? Yes. Because I found some good stuff today, and I will warn you in advance. I do have. 
One story that might be a little gross. Oh. Why? What, what were you going to say? Hmm? It's my first World of Crazy of the Week. I'm so excited. Woo! Sorry, that was a little loud. Hello, my friends. No degloving. My name is Sarah X. Dillon. Welcome to my World of Crazy. Crazy. All right, Greg. First up. A man in South Carolina tries... After his credit card is declined, to pay his Applebee's tab with a one trillion dollar bill. That uh, that is awesome. Yes, because of course that's something that exists. So this is what happened. So when uh, Michael Williams finished his Valentine's Day lunch with his date at Applebee's in Sumter, South Carolina, he attempted to pay by his credit card. Now, when his card was declined, he tried another method of payment, trying to woo his woman by whipping out a one trillion dollar bill from his wallet. Now, of course. The U.S. Mint has never issued $1 trillion bills. Williams, 53 years young, was allegedly trying to use a novelty bill, of course, with no monetary value. Uh, Applebee's employees were suspicious. They were suspicious <laughs> of it. Good on you, Applebee's employees. Wow, that's a, that's a bragging point Wait right there. Wait a minute. Hey, hey, are you trying to pull the wool over my eyes with this trillion-dollar bill? So uh, Applebee's employees were suspicious and called the authorities. Uh, so it turns out that he wasn't actually arrested for trying to pay for his lunch with a uh, fake $1 trillion bill, but an unrelated charge of contempt of court, apparently. So he drew attention to himself, though, with the $1 trillion bill, which he was also uh, faced with $262 in court fees, which the trillion dollar bill wouldn't cover either. Is there a picture <laughs> of the bill? Um, Who is on it? You know, I don't know. His name is Michael Williams. All right, I'll see if I can get to the bottom of this. All right. So there you go. Next up. A man has called the police after a prostitute refused to have sex with him. (laughs) Well, had he paid for it? Um, Well, he sent an angry email to police officers after he was turned down by an Eastern European woman at a brothel in the area of which he was staying. So a source says the gentleman seemed very upset. He said he believed he had been refused because she did not find him attractive enough and was angry about that. He insisted that prostitutes shouldn't be able to behave like that if they weren't attracted to the man. So this was in North London. So he had been traveling uh, from a neighboring borough in North London. So he was upset by his wasted trip to the brothel where he said he was going to be promised sexual relations. Mm. He filled out the form pretty seriously to the police and gave all of his contact details, even though he was going to an illegal brothel to go and get some sexual, some, some sexy times. Is there a copy of the report? There's not a copy of the okay. report. But what I'm saying is if you're going to a brothel, you probably should not fill out a police report complaining that the prostitutes won't have sex with you. Well, you know what else you shouldn't do? Why wouldn't they, though? <laughs> I mean, that's more the key here. If you're going to a prostitute generally... If you have the money, that's my understanding, that you you can pay for whatever you want. Mm-hmm. So what I mean, was wrong with this guy? I don't that know. That even a prostitute wouldn't have sex with him. Well, clearly he might not have the most sparkling personality in the world if he is writing letters to police officers, you know, like filling out complete forms stating that a woman is not having sex with him. This is true. Yes. All right, so, uh, so from a man who a lady did not want to have sex with, to the opposite... A Florida woman is behind bars for misusing 911 after allegedly repeatedly calling dispatchers to send an officer she found back to her home for some extra duty. Yes, this pun is in here. She wanted some nine fun fun. (laughs) Uh, Marie Montanez Colon uh, of Florida first called 911 Friday evening saying that apparently her her Corvette had been confiscated and she wanted it back. Uh, so the officer who responded to the call said the suspect was very drunk when he arrived and very forward. She allegedly told the officer, after she had opened the door, uh, that he was quite sexy and asked if he was married. Uh, she also allegedly told the officer, quote, I haven't been penetrated in years Ew. and I am so horny. Oh, gross. <laughs> 
That is not the way to describe anything. <laughs> I haven't been penetrated in I years. I haven't been penetrated in years. The officer attempted to get her back on topic about the card that which she had originally called about, to which she responded, I don't care about the car. You can fuck me. Ew. Mm-hmm. The suspect then explained that she'd signed uh, ownership of the Corvette over to her stepson, blah, blah, blah. The officer realized there was nothing he could do for her and left, but not before warning her about misusing 911. Of course, less than an hour later, she called 911 again, this time to ask about the officer. The officer then returned back to her home, this time with a second officer in tow. So according to the police report, she told the second officer that the first responder was a perfect gentleman. But when I, quote, asked him to fuck me, he turned me down, so that made me angry. (laughs) (laughs) The first officer asked her if she remembered their earlier conversation about misusing 911, to which she allegedly replied, I do, but how else am I going to get you to penetrate me? (laughs) Oh, that's what she said it again? Yes. How else will you penetrate me? How else will you penetrate me? Uh... She was arrested for misuse of 911 and booked in Charlotte County Jail. What is her name? Uh, her name is Maria Montanez Colon. Mon- Montanez? Montanez. Colon? Yes. Okay. Where's Framingham? I'm trying to find out where this is. Let's assume, let's assume it's in... Uh, in the UK somewhere. All right, to Framingham we go. A Framingham man who was initially arrested for shoplifting this past weekend later assaulted two cops, tried to strangle himself, and taunted officers by eating his own feces. David Blanchard, 21 years young, was arrested after he stole a pair of Adidas sneakers from Kohl's uh, once he arrived at the police station, however, things took a turn for the worse. Now, it started with a simple shoplifting charge and evolved into something else with assaults on police officers and fecal matter. During booking, this man, David Blanchard, became upset when a bail commissioner set his bail for what he thought was too high. He was allowed to make a phone call, but when he refused to tell the person on the other hand that the call was recorded, officers hung up. So apparently that's something you have to say. Okay. If the call is being recorded. Uh, so huh. so he was then uh, taken into a cell. When Blanchard was in his cell, he repeatedly tried to choke himself haphazardly with his T-shirt, then wedged <laughs> it into a gap uh, in the cell door and tried to hang himself. So what he was basically trying to do is taunt the officers into um, a mentally challenged defense so okay. that he could get out of jail. Gotcha. Uh, so when officers um, so when officers stopped him, he then got into a fighting stance, and officers had to twice shock him with a taser. However, he then continued his defiance. He then took down his pants, defecated in his hands, and threw it at the security camera, and then all over the cell. Oh, man. Officers moved him to a second cell, where he continued to throw feces. When Blanchard was finally moved to a third cell... How much feces did he have? He apparently was making a lot of them. He again started throwing feces, when an officer said... Three times? Three cells. This is in the third cell that My they moved God. him to. When an officer said to him uh, after he was in his third cell, no one's buying it, meaning that Blanchard was trying to be sent to the hospital, this just made Blanchard even more angry. He then, instead of throwing the feces... Well, yeah, I mean, you'd be, if you're, that's what you're going for is to be called crazy. You've already done it three times. And it's not working, and, and the guy says... Work- I'd be a little frustrated. So Blanchard says, like, oh, you know what? That's not enough. I'm going to one-up it. What happened after he said that he wasn't buying it? Blanchard then placed a ball of feces in his mouth oh, and began chewing God. it and said, quote, how about now? Oh. Blanchard was taken to the medical center for a mental health evaluation. He, uh, hospital staffers cleared him because he, in fact, had no mental health issues so he and was sent back to prison. Sanely stuck he a sanely ball of... a ball... Stuck a ball of feces into his mouth. This is all over... A stolen pair of Adidas from a Kohl's store. <laughs> like, he let it take, like, dude, I just want to end this with the aristocrats. Like, seriously. <laughs> oh. uh, Rick is saying, who are these people who can just summon feces? They're like magicians. I know. Four times? Is that? Four times. Four times. Four times. Wow. Yes. Yes, so he is uh, still being held in jail. He faces numerous assault charges, including assault and battery. Um... Let's see, and also, he's, he's just going to be in jail. Well, he's probably going to get his own cell, because how could anybody be stuck in the same cell with that guy? Oh, God. <sighs> just waiting for him to act up and do it again. <sighs> this will kind of ruin your birthday. Mine in particular, or in general? I think pretty much anybody's. Okay. 
a man by the name of Joseph Valentini was uh, celebrating his 96th birthday this past weekend. However, things took a turn for the worse when after ingesting some of the birthday cake that was purchased for him to celebrate his birthday, they found cooked into it a dead rat. Ow. This is this place that I got it from is really good with the puns, like they did the nine fun fun one. Now this one says, this put a real <laughs> rodent in his birthday plans. Yes. So a family member uh, told news reporters uh, who were asking about this that the family bought uh, Joseph Valentini, celebrating his 96th birthday, his favorite cake for a celebration, a German apple ring cake from the King Cullen Grocery Store in Comac, New York. Now, when Joseph Valentini was eating his cake, he noticed that it didn't taste quite right. After eating it, though, he suffered, um, and the family members did, suffered from stomach pains. Um, After they investigated the cake, they indeed found what appeared to be a rat's tail protruding from the cake. After it was flipped over... How did he not know? How much did he eat? I'm sorry, but I feel like this story's everywhere, and I feel like I need to... They didn't eat... That much. So was it like... But one of the family members flipped over the cake and they could see the whole tail. The tail was five inches long. Oh my God, that's a big rat. That is a huge fucking rat. That is a big rat. That is a huge rat. The tail was five inches long. The grocery store has released a statement saying, and I quote, Product has been removed from the bakery and the premises has undergone a thorough inspection. There are no known safety or rodent issues in this bakery, except for the fact that one was baked into a cake. That is not an issue. That is not That's an issue. one time. It's one time. Come on. Oh, Amy brings up a sad but true point. 96 years old and nobody can bother to bake him a cake. <laughs> yeah. And finally, Greg. Please don't feed me rats. <laughs> don't throw me in the garbage. <laughs> don't throw me in the trash. <laughs> uh, Greg. I do have a Squatch Watch. I was going to give it to you, but I kind of wanted to surprise you with it. Squatch Watches are my thing. I do but the Squatch Watches. But they're not. But they're not. If you did the Squatch Watches, then you wouldn't be able to find them and have them. Yeah, but I do Squatch Watches because I'm the one that likes Squatches. Well, I wanted to read it to you because I figured that you'd like, you know, to hear about the Sasquatch. Well, I probably already know about it because I already know about it. No, you don't. I don't think you do. I do think there's a Squatch in these woods. Squatch! I do have to tell you. Greg, I do have an update for you, which is quite exciting. Greg, this is out of Houston. To Houston we go. Greg, about 800 people came out to a Houston flea market this past weekend for a glimpse at an alleged Bigfoot corpse taken on tour by a self-described master tracker. What? He went to Houston with it? He is starting to display his corpse, and I don't even think you know this. He's named it. No, I do know it. I do know this. Now, Rick Dyer, who of course is the master tracker who claims to have killed the legendary beast back in 2012 outside of San Antonio, has been taking the alleged Sasquatch corpse all around the country. And this past weekend, he took it to Trader's Village for the first stop on his tour. This was in Houston. Uh, Rick Dyer says, we got here a day early and just wanted to show as many people as possible. He is uh, showing the Squatch today as well. And all the showings have showed out, uh, sold out. Greg, do you know the name of the Sasquatch? Do you just look it up? Squatchy. Mm-mm. Harry. Close. His name is Hank. Hank. Yes, see, I knew that was Hank. <laughs> I was just testing you to make sure that you paid attention to the story. Yes. Um, Yesterday and today's okay. showings of Hank in Houston have sold out. Okay, fine. If... Let me ask a couple more questions here. So it's, so it's being shown in Houston. How much is he charging? It doesn't say. It doesn't matter, though, because whatever he's charging, people are paying. Where is he going next? I don't know. I don't know. But he said that he named him Hank after an investor. So not only does this Rick Dyer guy have people paying you know, probably a lot of money to see like a fake Sasquatch corpse, he also has investors. How do you invest in a Sasquatch 
How does one invest in that? I don't know. You give him money for this and then you just get a cut of the admissions or something? Maybe. How many people went to see it? Greg, I don't have the specific numbers for I you. Need maybe to if know. you were better maybe if you were better at tracking, you know, Sasquatch news than you could have told me this. Twelve dollars for adults. That's what uh Tony. Nine dollars um, for kids. You would totally pay that. You would totally pay that. That's a lot that. for me. That's a lot of money. I'll do it, yeah, for twelve bucks. Alright, well there you go. Well uh, I will keep you posted about when he might be up here in Oregon. Is he coming to Oregon? I don't know. He might be. You never know. Dude, I will so go if it, if it if it comes anywhere near here. I know you will. If it comes within 30 miles of here, I will go. Oh, I bet if it came to Seattle, you'd go. You would. Yeah, you would. I probably don't would. Even, like, yeah, I would uh, yeah, I would probably try to figure out a way to get up to yeah, Seattle for Yeah, you it. would. Yeah. All right, well, there you go, Greg. There's your Squatch Watch. With Hank the Sasquatch. Mm-hmm. I do think there's a squatch in these woods. Squatch! And that's also your world of crazy. Ooh. I would love to go to see the squatch. It's not a squatch. Well, you don't know that. You haven't seen it. I've seen pictures of it. It is a, a giant, like... Uh, it's pretty big, and it's pretty hairy. I'm going to go ahead and go with the safe thing and say that Hank is real. Okay. Yeah. All right. Hank the Squatch. Hank the Squatch is real. Yes, indeed. That's where I'm going. Oh, Greg, I've never heard a more believable argument. <laughs> Thank you for that. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. Um, all right. Well, we are going to, here in just a minute, to close out the show. Oh, God. Be I playing. We doing that. Sarah's stand-up set from this past Saturday night. So this week, what we're going to be doing, we'll release that, release the rap battle, and we'll release the Rick Emerson show section of the uh, of the listener party from this last Saturday night. Mm, Jesus, all in pieces. <laughs> um, all right. So how are we going to do this? Are we going to end the show and then? We will be. We will okay. be. But we, I do want to say, though, one thing, though, with the network party, again, thank you to everyone coming out, and thank you to our fantastic sponsors, including Squarespace. Mm-hmm. Squarespace has been a great sponsor of Fun Employment Radio. If you don't know what they are, they they are the kind of all-encompassing place to go f- to create your website. Yes. So a professional-looking website. A professional-looking website. They have the pre-designs. You can customize it however you want. They have 24-hour customer service. You can monetize it. You can monetize your website by setting up a store on there. They've done all... All of the hard work, all you have to do is envision what you want and just make it. And point and click. Point and click. Mm -hmm. That is it. And upload your pictures. It's a fantastic, fantastic service. And they have been sponsoring us. And you can go there now and sign up for your free trial at squarespace.com slash funemployment. And then sign up for the service. It's it's very inexpensive. Mm -hmm. And on top of that, use the code funemployment and get 10% off. And that shows them, you know, that you're you're coming there from our website that you found out about them through us. Did I tell you that my sister was actually already a Squarespace? That she she was already using it? Really? Yeah. Yeah. I'm just like, oh yeah, this is what She's like, no way. I use that for my website. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, seriously, it's so good. So go there now, sign up for the free trial, whatever it is that you need a website for, whether it's for your own stuff, whether your personal things, you want to do a good blog, you you have a uh, business on the side, which that's what we've been getting emails from a lot of people that are setting up their own side businesses and need a professional looking site. Do that. Go there. They will take care of you. Squarespace.com slash one employment. All right, Sarah. Do you want to play it? Should we, should we close out the show and then I we'll tag so. this at the end? I think we should probably put it at the end. Okay. Because that way people can choose not to listen to it because they probably shouldn't. I think they'll probably <laughs> want to listen to it. All right. Send us an email. Funemploymentradio at gmail.com. Give us a call. 503-575-9120. I'm leaving the room, by the way. I'm not even listening to this. You're not going to listen to no. it? No. God, no. No. I'm not listening to this. Are you kidding? I had to suffer through it once. <laughs> I'm never going to listen to that. All right. Well, what we'll do is we'll, we'll close out. Maybe you can play a song while I just get everything pulled up, and then we'll, we'll play the stand-up, and that'll okay. be tagged on at the end of the show. So if you're listening via podcast, it'll just happen right after the closing sounder. Okay. Uh, thank you so much, everyone, for all of your support in listening to Fun Employment Radio. You guys are fantastic and amazing. We love you all. Fantastic and amazing. Sir, it's your five minutes of... You did a I good job. I don't care. I will never... I will never... Stop it. All 
All right, you guys are awesome. So we'll go ahead and close out. You can mm. listen to Sarah stand up here in just a minute. And we'll be back tomorrow with more yeah, Unemployment yeah. Radio. Duck up. You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcoming now to the stage your feature comedian for the night. You know her when she was on Coin Six as the Traffic Girl. You know her from the Rick Everson Show, and she's the girl that lives in a tiny apartment in Southeast Portland. Sarah X. Dillon. <laughs> show my tits. That's pretty awesome. I wrote some shit down. Let me try and get through it. Um, hi. Oh my god. Alright, if you guys are looking at me right... This is, this, this is my nightmare. This is... If you have dreams and they scare you, this is... This is... This is... It is really, really hot in here. Oh, am I so... Oh shit, I'm supposed to finish that? I don't, I don't know. It's hot enough my makeup's melting. Um, so, here I am. Hi. Um, I've been trying to get prepared. I had a few beers. I doubled my anxiety medication this past week. I upped the milligrams, trying to get prepared. I also have the amazing thing where I uh, am having an eye problem right now. <laughs> I have a sty eye, which everyone thinks is hilarious. So, uh... I have my, my glasses. These are actually fake glasses. These are my sty glasses. And I'm trying to, you know, everyone keeps, don't you dare turn those lights down. I can't see anybody. Please don't. Thank you. All right. Uh, I really had a joke about being in disguise with my glasses. Um, <laughs> so, uh, but... All my friends have found it very funny to take the word sty, because it's kind of a funny word, and put it into, you know, different song titles, and then say it to me, or, like, post it on my Facebook page, like, some of them have been, like, sty me a river, the, yeah, there we go, that's the ticket, uh, how's the time going, alright, oh, wow, uh, the wheel in the sty keeps on turning, Lucy in the sty with diamonds, helpful though I actually got some really awesome emails from some listeners and they sent me some jokes so can I read you guys a couple of the jokes that people said alright so this one was sent to me it says if you listen to Fun Employment Radio you know that Greg of course has the ability to find every shitty song on the internet you know and it's of course gotten you know like he started with Scott Stapp with the Marlon song which is awesome uh, but then it's gotten worse from there you know uh, he plays Tim Tebow songs Jeremy Lin songs Courage Uh, here's another one that someone sent to me Uh, every year Greg and a few of his buddies go out to the woods for a few days for a thing they call Ricketts Fest which of course women aren't allowed to go to Ricketts Fest it's just a whole bunch of dudes in the woods together now there's been a lot of speculation there's a giant orgy going on out there but uh Nothing could be further from the truth. It's a tiny gay orgy. (laughs) So, my buddy Tuggy, God bless his fucking heart partner, he, uh, he was trying to sit, so he was upriver and he kept sending me all these, what I believe he thought were inspirational messages on what I should talk about for my comedy. And he's like, all right, well, he kept sending me all these ideas. And I kind of got the feeling that he might not respect exactly what it is that I do with someone. So I want to give you some of the some of the insight to my what he thinks of my career path. So these are actual text messages. He sent me some ideas. He's like, all right, I've got some funny shit. This is what you need to do. Uh, he's like, hey, you could do something like this. You could say you started working at Coin6 on a career path, and now you tell penis jokes. Work with that. Uh, he also sent me this helpful one. He said, uh, you went from working for the Blazers now to doing stand-up for a seance at Greg's house. I mean, point out how far you've fallen. 
Uh, and my favorite, my favorite one. This is actually verbatim. He said, uh, <laughs> "He said, your living space and standard of living has gotten significantly smaller over the years. You should work with that too." <laughs> oh, I put a cat joke in here. Do you guys want to hear a cat joke? Um, why did the cat wear a top hat? Because he was feline fancy. <laughs> I just, my, uh, my flight attendant friend actually sent me some jokes too. Which I totally lost. <laughs> Is it counting down yet? So uh, thank you guys. You guys have all been